0: Then, <coughs> the Buddha said to the Venerable "Mod Modgalyayana, Modgalyayana, go to the Lichavivimala Kirti to inquire about his illness. Modgalyayana replied, Lord, I am indeed reluctant to go to the Lichavivimala Kirti to inquire about his illness. Why? I remember one day when I was teaching the Dharma to some householders in a square in the great city of Vaishali and the Lichavi Vimla Kirti came along and said to me Reverend Ma that is not the way to teach the Dharma to the householders in their white clothes. The Dharma must be taught according to reality. Reverend Modgaliyana The Dharma knows nothing of living beings because it is free of such concepts as living beings. It knows nothing of the self because it is free of the dust of desire. It knows nothing of a lifespan because it is free of birth and death. It knows nothing of individuality because it dispenses with past and future lives. The Dharma is forever still and serene, because it is free from the characteristics of conditioned existence. The Dharma is without characteristics, because it is without anything that can be perceived. It does not become an object because it is free of words and letters. It is inexpressible and it transcends all movement of mind. (coughs) The Dharma is omnipresent because it is like infinite space. It is without colour, mark or shape because it is free of all process. It is without the concept of mind because it is free of the notion of personal possession. It is without ideation because it is free of mind, thought or consciousness. It is incomparable because there is no entity that can be set beside it. The Dharma has no dependence on causes, for it does not rely on conditions. It permeates evenly all things, because all are included in the ultimate realm. it follows suchness but by the method that consists in not following. It abides at the reality limit for it is utterly immovable. It is immovable because it is independent of the six objects of sense. It is without coming or going since it never abides anywhere to begin with. The Dharma accords with emptiness, follows what is signless, responds to what is wishless, for it avoids all affirmation and negation. It is without grasping or rejecting for it is free from arising and passing away. It is without any fundamental consciousness, transcending the range of eye, ear, nose, tongue, body and thought. It is without high or low, for it abides without movement or activity. It escapes the sphere of all imaginations, for it ends utterly all idle chatter. Reverend Mahamud Galyayana, how could there be a teaching in regard to such a dharma? Reverend Mahamud Galyayana, even the expression to teach the dharma is presumptuous, and those who listen to it listen to presumption. Reverend Maha Moggalyayana, where there are no presumptuous words there is no teacher of the Dharma, no one to listen and no one to understand. It is as if an illusory person were to teach the Dharma to illusory people. Therefore, you should teach the Dharma by keeping your mind on this. You should be adept in regard to the spiritual faculties of living beings. By means of the correct vision of the wisdom eye, By opening yourself to great compassion, recognizing the benevolent activity of the Buddha, purifying your intentions, understanding the definitive expressions of the Dharma. You should teach the Dharma in order that the continuity of the three jewels may never be interrupted. Lord, when Vimalakirti had discoursed thus, eight hundred householders in the crowd conceived the spirit of unexcelled, perfect enlightenment, and I myself was speechless. Therefore, Lord, I am indeed reluctant to go to this good man to inquire about his illness. The Buddha then said to the Bodhisattva Jagatindhura, Jagatindhura, go to the Lichavivimalikirti to inquire about his illness. Jagatingdura replied, My Lord, I am indeed reluctant to go to that good man to inquire about his illness. Why? Lord, I remember that one day when I was at home, the wicked Mara disguised as Indra and surrounded with 12,000 heavenly maidens approached me with the sounds of music and singing. Having saluted me by touching my feet with his head he withdrew with his retinue to one side. I then thinking he was Shakra the king of the gods said to him welcome You should remain consciously aware in the midst of the pleasures of desire. You should often think on impermanence and strive to utilise the essential in body, life and wealth. Mara then said to me, Good sir, accept these twelve thousand divine maidens and make them your servants. I replied, do not offer me, a renunciant, and a son of the shakya, things which are not appropriate. It is not proper for me to have these maidens. No soon, sooner had I said these words than the Lichavi Vimalakirti came there and said to me, Noble son, do not think that this is Indra. This is not Indra, but the evil Mara who has come to ridicule you. Then the Lichavi Vimlakirti said to Mara, Evil Mara, since these heavenly maidens are not suitable for this renunciant, a son of the Shakya, give them to me. Then Mara was terrified and distressed, thinking that the Lichavi Vimlakirti had come to make trouble for him. He tried to make himself invisible, but try as he might, with all his magical powers, he could not vanish from sight. Then a voice resounded in the sky, saying, evil one, give these heavenly maidens to the good man Vimalikirti, and only then will you be able to return to your own abode. Then Mara was even more frightened, and looking this way and that, gave the heavenly maidens. The Lichavi Vimalakirti, having received the goddesses, said to them, Now that you have been given to me by Mara, you should all conceive the spirit of unexcelled, perfect enlightenment. He then exhorted them with discourse suitable for their development toward enlightenment. And soon they conceived the Bodhicitta. He then said to them, You have just conceived the Bodhicitta. From now on, you should find joy in the pleasures of the Dharma, and you need no longer delight in the pleasures of the five senses. They then asked him, What is joy in the pleasures of the Dharma? He declared, It is the joy of unbreakable faith in the Buddha, of wishing to hear the Dharma, of serving the Sangha, and honouring the spiritual teachers without pride. It is the joy of always guarding the Bodhicitta, of helping living beings, of sharing through generosity, of not slackening in morality, of exercising endurance and self-control in patience of thorough cultivation of virtue by effort, of total absorption in meditation, and of the absence of passions in wisdom. It is the joy of extending enlightenment, of conquering the maras, of destroying the passions, and of purifying the Buddha field. It is the joy of accumulating all virtues in order to cultivate the auspicious marks and signs. It is the joy of listening without fear to the profound dharma. It is the joy of exploration of the three doors of liberation and of the realisation of liberation. It is the joy of being an ornament of the seat of enlightenment and of not attaining liberation at the wrong time. It is the joy of serving those of equal fortune, of not hating or resenting those of superior fortune, of serving spiritual friends, and of avoiding bad friends. It is the joy of the higher happiness of faith and devotion to the Dhamma. It is the joy of acquiring skillful means and of the conscious cultivation of the age to enlightenment thus the Bodhisattva admires and finds joy in the delights of the Dharma thereupon Mara said to the goddesses now come along and let us return home they said you gave us to this householder now we should enjoy the delights of the Dharma and we know neither we need no longer delight in the pleasures of the five senses then mara said to the litchhavi Brahmin kirti if it is true that the bodhisattva the spiritual hero feels no regret in giving away all that he possesses then householder please give me back these goddesses Vimalakirti replied, They are given, Mara. Go home with your retinue. May you fulfil the spiritual aspirations of all living beings. Then the goddesses, saluting Vimalakirti, said to him, Householder, how should we conduct ourselves when we have returned to the abode of Mara? Vimalakirti replied, my sisters there is a door of the Dharma called the inexhaustible lamp practice it what is it my sisters a single lamp may light hundreds of thousands of lamps without itself being diminished likewise sisters a single bodhisattva may establish many hundreds of thousands of living beings in enlightenment without his or her mind of enlightenment being diminished. In fact, not only does it not diminish, it grows stronger. Likewise, the more you teach and demonstrate virtuous qualities to others, the more you grow with respect to these virtuous qualities. This is the door of the Dharma called the inexhaustible lamp. When you are living in the realm of Mara, inspire innumerable gods and goddesses with the bodhicitta. In such a way, you will repay the kindness of the Buddha and you will become the benefactors of all living beings. Then, those goddesses bowed at the feet of the Lichavi Vimalakirti and departed in the company of Mara. Thus, Lord, I saw the supremacy of the magical power, wisdom and eloquence of the the Lichavi Vimalakirti, and therefore, I am reluctant to go to that good man to inquire about his illness.